All right, wrestling fans, that's right. This is Brutus, the Barber Beefcake, and you're actually listening to the WNS Podcast. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aver. And we welcome you to episode 407 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. Follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Aver. There. Follow me. So welcome to the show. We've got a lot to talk about this week. We're going to talk about NXT TakeOver, which Tyler didn't watch. We're going to talk about <laughs> WrestleMania, which I watched, which we both watched, actually. Uh, we're I gonna, watched. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown, got some hot topics as well. Uh, and we are uh, streaming live this week on the Facebook. The Facebook. So that always makes it a little more fun. Uh, so if you happen to be watching us on the Facebook, feel free to give us a, a little comment or two if you have some questions for us. Like Say Jason, what's up. Saying, hey, guys, what's up? So, hey, Jason. <coughs> hello, Jason. Thank you so much and for Ryan's uh, there this week. What's up, Ryan? Yeah, how's it going, guys? Um, so before we get all that started, Tyler, how you doing? Um, doing all right. Yeah, you hanging in there? Hanging in there. Did you enjoy After the seven and a half hour goodness, WrestleMania? Man. That was a lot. I know I didn't watch TakeOver and I didn't watch Hall of Fame, but... Yeah, I didn't watch Hall of Fame either. Um, With the Mania and the Raw and SmackDown, like, good lord. It's a lot. It yeah. was a lot to take in. That it, on top of NXT TakeOver for we me. we thought that was a lot... I couldn't imagine the people that were there that yeah. weekend that saw other wrestling shows yeah. on top of that, you know. And here's the thing. Uh, I heard that there were people waiting to leave WrestleMania until like 2.30 in the morning mm. because they couldn't get an Uber, they couldn't get a taxi, they couldn't get a ride of any kind. Walk. Um, just joking. I, no joke. Like, what point did you just say, screw it, we're just going to walk. We're going to walk away from this area so that we can find an uber elsewhere actually brought my rollerblades they're in my backpack yeah or walk over to the nearby hotel because i looked at google maps to see if there were any hotels in the area and uh, sure enough there were and you like go over there and order a, a, a taxi or something or go sit in the lobby for a little bit yeah like and then it started raining and like all i mean it's just that's a, that's a nightmare like we got very fortunate when we went to wrestlemania because we were within walking distance of our hotel yeah and that was by design, but um, you know that I just can't imagine having to do all that. That that must have been a nightmare. But uh, on top of being at that place for so very long, so I don't know. But uh, but yeah, like I said, we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to cover all of the shows except for you know Hall of Fame, which I watched some of that on the USA Network after Raw. Yeah, and it's fine. It's whatever. There's only like two talking points on the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yeah, um, but let's go into NXT Takeover because man, oh man, was this a fun show? Yeah, um, I know you didn't get to watch it, and I highly advise that you do because this had amazing action the entire show. Like there was not a bad match on this card. Yeah, 
There are three matches that could be in the running for match of the year just from this show alone. Good Lord. But I think the NXT championship takes the cake. I think that will be, that will be the main, the, the best match of the year. Cause Holy crap. It was incredible. Um, most, uh, takeovers are great. Yeah. And this one was exceptional. This one was was fantastic. Uh, we kicked things off with the War Raiders going up against Alistair Black and Ricochet. And, I mean, fantastic work by all four men. Just all the guys throwing their bodies around, hard-hitting match, high-flying action, uh, everything that you could really ask for in a tag match. And uh, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, this could be a contender for tag match of the year. Um the War Raiders ended up getting the victory to retain their NXT Tag Team Championships, but I mean it was a phenomenal match. And Tyler, yeah. that's like there were five matches on this card. I would highly recommend you at least see three of them because they, were, they were great. You see three, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the War Raiders do end up retaining. And, uh, you know, the, it was sort of Aleister Black and Ricochet's swan song for NXT. Yeah. Um, you know, they had their bowing out moment, the crowd thanking them for all of their hard work. Um, and I know that there, were, there had been some talk uh, as far as how long Ricochet had been on the card. It was, it was about a year because he debuted. Really? Yeah, from his, uh, from his debut. So he was there uh, for about a year. So not too bad. Uh, after that, we got to see the Velveteen Dream going up against Matt Riddle. Um, Velveteen, Velveteen Dream, Dream, Velveteen, um, making his entrance similar to Macho King years back at WrestleMania, where he's sitting on a giant throne and he's being carried to the ring. Uh, I thought that was enjoyable. Well, he um, likes dressing up and stuff like that. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he likes to go all out for uh, for his takeovers, and uh, this was no different. Uh, but Matt Riddle put on a really good show. There was How a, did that match up? Because I know that it's different styles. So. It was actually really good. Um, it started off friendly competition, and then uh, Velveteen Dream did sort of the the back rake to Matt Riddle. Yeah, and that pissed him off. Really? So he was heel for the remainder of the match, uh, uh, and he was vicious. Matt was Matt Riddle. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it worked too. I can't um, wait until he's like the main champion or the um. North American champion. Yeah. Well, this was for the for the North American championship, and uh, it was a very entertaining matchup. The soup, there was a suplex spot. Um, I'm not going to spoil it for you because you need to go and, and watch it because it was awesome. Um, really cool because you don't see you don't really see them hit those spots too much. Like you always see them kind of tease it, but they don't really normally hit it. Yeah. Uh, and it was cool to see. But uh, Velveteen Dream does end up getting the victory, pinning uh, Matt Riddle, and uh, you know I thought it was a really good, another really good match, and uh, one worth checking out. And then afterwards, um, um, Matt Riddle kind of shrugged it off and was like, "Okay, you won that round." Um, so I thought it was really good. Uh, Jason saying, "Not me. You can never get me to ever be entertained by Velveteen Dream, or for that matter, Matt Riddle." I was just laughing hysterically after he lost. I'm curious about that. Like, what is it about Velveteen yeah. Dream that doesn't entertain you? He's, and, and, 
he's incredibly charismatic. For Matt yeah. Riddle, maybe you just haven't seen enough of him, but or maybe we're just swooning because we got to meet the guy and you know see a little bit of what he can really do. Um, but he's an entertaining performer. He reminds me of of Rob Van Dam, you know, um, just acrobatic, very high intensity. Um, he's a really good wrestler. He's a good entertainer. Um, but Velveteen Dream, he's just oozing with charisma. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's he's going out there and putting on good matches. I haven't seen too many bad matches, uh, especially on a, on a takeover. Um, I mean, hell, the match that he had with Aleister Black uh, at one of the takeovers a while back was, was amazing. Was, yeah, I thought it was good. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure... What, where the uh, disconnect is for you, Jason, but uh, but I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, after that, another match of the year contender, UK championship on the line, Pete Dunn going up against Walter. Um, this match kind of uh, was slow to begin with, um, and then once it picked up the pace, man, my God, hard-hitting, um, great storytelling. I love this match. Um it was it was a really good really good performance by both guys, but uh, Walter ended up getting the victory, uh, snapping the six hundred eighty five day yeah. reign for Pete Dunne. I know Pete Dunne has been defending it here and there and stuff like that, even in the past before they got the NXT UK up and running uh, promotion. But man, he's been having that title for lo- so long mm-hmm. because. They didn't have NXT UK brand. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one and one reason. From like for the it. first tournament that they had, they only kept three or four guys around, and mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I know they traveled. It's hard to with, defend a title when there's yeah, no one. They to traveled fight. with uh, NXT, a regular NXT, mm-hmm. but it's about time. I, I like be done, but it's yeah. about time. He yeah, it's, it. you yeah. know, those things happen. It's time. Um, <clears throat> but this was my first time seeing Walter, but I knew that the match had a lot of hype behind it. Yeah. Um, and I thought they put on a really entertaining show. So that's another one that I think, I think Tyler, you would really enjoy. So NXT UK, cause I haven't been watching. They only yeah, have one main I. title. And well, they have their tag team titles, tag and their titles women's title. women's title. And then the main championship, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. No mid card. Title. No, I don't think they have a minor title at the moment. Uh, I could be wrong, but like I said, we I, I haven't watched it, so I haven't watched the product, and that's that's on me. Uh, after that, we got to see the Fatal Four Way for the NXT Women's Championship: Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, uh, Io Shirai, and Kyrie Sane. Um, again, really good performance by all these ladies. This probably wasn't the strongest on the card. Um, but that's because all of the other matches were incredible. Yeah. Uh, not to take anything from the ladies. They put on a good show, good performance. Um, but, yeah, it was fine for what it was. They they had some good action, good uh, good spots, good moments. Uh, Shayna Baszler ends up retaining. So, uh, continuing her reign as NXT Women's Champion. Um, and after that, that takes us to the main event of NXT TakeOver. Oh, I'm going to have to watch this several more times because it was just that damn good. Um, this was a two out of three falls match between Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole for the vacant NXT championship match. Oh, just, Oh, <laughs> so much action by the way. Oh, <laughs> so good. 
Um, lived up to the hype, exceeded expectations. Um, can't say enough good things about this. The near falls were so good. The crowd, dude, you would expect after two hours, two and a half hours of being there, the crowd would be just worn out because the War Raiders and Ricochet and Aleister Black, they got things going. The crowd was hot for it. I mean, the crowd was hot for... 90% of this show like there were only there were a few times where they kind of calmed down um, and especially like during the early parts of the Walter Pete Dunn match uh, like it got going the crowd was into it for a little bit and then they kind of didn't really pick up the yeah. pace right away so the, the crowd kind of calmed down for that but by the end they were fired up um, this match had the crowd right there in the palm of their hands man um just excellent excellent action excellent storytelling excellent everything i mean this if this is not the match of the year in wwe slash nxt then we're gonna see something incredible because i don't see anything topping this for well, quite their some systems time. are rigged if they if if that doesn't win, <laughs> yeah, someone rigged the uh, the voting machine. But I mean, this match was was insane. You've got to see it. Um, you know, unfortunately, we have to talk about who won, so that kind of takes away some of the allure of of watching who it. Who won? Uh, but I'm sure many people already are Adam aware. Adam Cole. Yes, Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> uh, he ended up getting the victory, which is why we didn't see him. On the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania, of okay. course, everyone understands. You know yeah, that, yeah. that's what happens, right? Uh, no, uh, Johnny Gargano ends up getting the victory after the match. Awesome moment. Um, it's just worth checking out. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. If you did watch it, go watch it again. Tommaso came out at the end. Yes, that was the moment. Um, Tommaso Ciampa comes out. Puts his arms around Johnny Gargano. They hug. They embrace. He talks about how proud he is. I mean, and that's when Johnny turned around and yeah, threw him into. This is my moment. He after breaks, his surgery, he breaks Tommaso's neck. God, he would never be able to compete ever again. Um, that would be terrible. Uh, be very terrible. Yeah. Why would you do that? Uh, so, again, match of the year contender, if not the winner, because I don't see what can really beat that. Um. Just incredible. Incre That's all I can say is incredible. Uh, and then we got treated to the lovely seven and a half hour marathon that was WrestleMania, including the kickoff show. Good Lord, man. Two hours for a kickoff. And then five and a half hours for the show itself. Shit. Do we really need it to do we need the show to be these this long? Um no. <laughs> you, you really could have taken away some of the matches and it would Next have been. Next okay. year we need to do ten hours. Well, I mean, and I put I put this on on the podcast page. I did set up a poll, and I would like our listeners to go out and uh, and participate in it. It's if the show is going to be eight hours long, would you rather it be just one long ass night, or would you rather see it broken up into two nights? Here's the thing, and this is crazy, and I don't know if if they do two nights, mm -hmm. that will also cut into certain indie shows. That's true. So, do you miss half a mania? Depends on what matches are going to be on because what Because I don't know, unless someone could tell me otherwise, I don't think there was usually on Sunday night, Sunday evening, whatever, there's no 
indie shows going on mm. while while Mania is going on. No. I know there's some before Mania starts. Yeah. Or one or you know, whatever. They'll be like but, during the day. But not <laughs> it's just it's just a lot of time to dedicate. You know, like people are complaining about Avengers that's gonna be three hours long. I'm like, dude, that's nothing. We sat down for seven some odd hours watching this show like it was nuts i don't know but um i think we lost you on the on the thing dang it stupid thing oh well um uh, we just can still, you now huh? yeah just me but we can still hear you but uh i mean it's just it's it's crazy that these these shows are so long we don't need it to be this long yeah. Um, you know, they could have easily cut out the Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe match. They could have easily cut out several other matches. The Drew McIntyre-Roman Reigns match. Um, I, I don't know why they're doing it that way. It's just it's just too much. It's just too much. Too much. So, um, I mean, maybe if they did move it to a Saturday night part A and then Sunday night part B and just have two main events, I would be okay with that. What about you? Um, I think just keep it around like what it usually is. Not like this year, but like six maybe, six hours, five. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just it's just a lot of time to dedicate to it, and I don't like it. But um, anywho. Uh, so let's go into to WrestleMania. We had the kickoff show. Tony Nese kicking things off, going up against Buddy Murphy for the uh, – for the uh, cruiserweight championship, and uh, I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was all right. Um, Tony Nice ends up getting the victory yeah. to become the new um, cruiserweight champion. Any thoughts on the matchup? I'm trying to remember, man. Yeah, it was. It feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, good for Tony Nice. Yeah, good on him. That's cool. Um, after that, we got to see the women's battle royal. No surprises. They had no. a they had a few ladies from uh, from NXT in there, um, but other than that, it was kind of just straightforward. Let's just have a battle royal, and uh, that's exactly what they did. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Uh, surprisingly enough, Carmelo was the victor on that one. Um, so there you have it. After that, we got to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got to see the revival going up against uh, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Fuck the revival! <coughs> oh, is that how you feel? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, the revival ended up losing this match, yeah. ending the like 296 or whatever it was, 68 uh, match losing streak yeah. for uh, for Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Wait, did he? Was he the one who got the pin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he got the pin on Raw yeah. as well. I felt like. Okay, how long did the Revival have the titles for? A month? month and a half? Probably. If not less. Did they sign another contract? I think so. Yeah. So they got they got what they wanted, and they're like, okay, Fuck. you got it. Don't, now look, it's time hey, to, don't now get time me to wrong. Away. I know time passes, and yeah. you've got to pass the titles on. Yes, you do. And, hey, it may they may want to sign with WWE, and that may be true what they were saying, that they were frustrated with WWE, mm-hmm. or it may be false. But if that was true... You should have signed with. You should have left. <laughs> but it's too late. Too fucking late now. Because now got you're you, in. They got you. Now you're in. Now you're stuck there. This is probably <laughs> gonna be another program for like a like another month between them and uh, Hawkins and Ryder. I guess I don't know. Or maybe they'll move on. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if if I feel like it's similar to the B team where they got the victory, they were hot for a little bit, and then it was like, okay, it's time to move on. Are you talking Harold Hawkins and right? yeah, yeah? It's like okay, it's the hot new thing. Crowd is behind they, you. They for move a little on bit. from the revival and they just get back in the shuffle again. Nothing's going on. Shame on them. Why they got not them. shame on like them? Like I know that's part of the process in WWE. You can't always be on top, mm-hmm. I guess. But I don't know, man. When they had it, got the when they got the titles, and I was so pumped. <clears throat> but in the back of my head, I was like, "This is not gonna last forever." Not even Brock Lesnar gets to main event WrestleMania every year. <laughs> but he's like a top guy. They're top guys. They said top they, guys out. They say they're top guys, but that's right. But who am I to say any shit? Who am I? I'm just a, a nobody. So yeah, nobody. Yeah, I'm a mark. <laughs> Who's a, a mark? mark? Is that a mark? Um, but yeah, I mean, good for them. Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins defeat the Revival to become the new Raw Tag Team Champions. It was a happy-go-lucky feeling. Yay. Yay, go those guys. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Price is wrong, bitch. Uh, after that, we got to see the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Again, no big surprises. Colin Jost and Michael Che hide underneath the, the ring for a while. They bring out their therapist. Just try and fix Braun Strowman. Well, that guy looks like a wrestler. <laughs> He's got a, quite the physique, let me tell you. Um, and then uh, Braun Strowman ends up getting the victory. So, whoop de doo Nothing really to take away from it. Um, that takes us into the uh, the main card. The five-and-a-half-hour marathon begins. God. Um, God help us all. Um, we had uh, Alexa Bliss come out as host of WrestleMania, introduce Hulk Hogan, who said Silverdome, brother. And I can't then, uh, stand Hogan anymore. Yeah. And then uh, Paul Heyman comes out and says, well, if we're not going to be the main event, then we're going on first. How about that? Uh-huh. Then we're, then we're Which gonna, was a sign of he was going to lose. Then we're going to hop on the plane and travel to, to Las Vegas. So um, so that happens. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out. Before the match can start, a brawl ensues. Between Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. Um, it's a pretty quick match. <coughs> once the bell rang, yeah. It was yeah. incredibly short. Um, Seth Rollins, the, the, the ref ends up going out of the ring. Here, here's the thing. like the, the last two people who beat Brock Lesnar, hmm. it wasn't very exciting, in my opinion. Yeah. Seth beating him wasn't exciting. No. Roman beating him wasn't exciting. No. How they beat him, it was not mm-hmm. at all. Yep. Hell, like the story, and it was a different story. The story of Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar, that whole match was more That was a lot better. That was a lot better. Daniel Bryan was pretty good. AJ Styles was pretty good. Uh, even the, even as you know, unbelievable as it was, the Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar match where you know, Goldberg beats him in three moves. Like, that was, that was entertaining. Um, but, you know. I don't know. Yeah, this is this is just this match. It was fine. It was a way to get the belt off of Brock, and and be done with it. Um, so, um, excuse me. So Seth Rollins becomes the new Universal Champion. So good on him. Yep. Uh, after that, we got to see AJ Styles going up against Randy Orton. Um, I thought it was a good match. They they put on a pretty good performance. Um, 
supposedly AJ Styles suffered an injury at some point during this match because uh, he flew home, didn't even appear on SmackDown this past week. There's a lot of people who didn't appear. Yeah. So, um, but AJ Styles ends up getting the victory over Randy Orton. I thought it was really good. The fact that, uh, you know, um, Orton has hit Styles with an RKO coming off the phenomenal forearm attempt. Um, and so Styles went to jump up and Randy went to hit the RKO and, uh, AJ stopped himself from going forward. And so Orton missed. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty good. Um, but AJ Styles ends up getting the victory, defeating Randy Orton. Uh, after that, we got to see Fatal 4-Way tag team titles in action for SmackDown. The Bar, Ricochet, Aleister Black, Shinsuke, and Rusev trying to dethrone the, only the Usos. people to retain during Mania. One of the only people. There was one other. I'm trying to think. You might not remember it because it only lasted 55 seconds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Joe. Second. Second. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, entertaining matchup. Looking back now, that doesn't make sense as to why they won. Because, I mean, you could have just put the Hardy Boys in this match and had them win at WrestleMania. But, um, but what's cool about it is uh, the Usos have made history because they are the only tag team in WWE history to walk in to WrestleMania as champion three years in a row, as tag champs three years in a row. That's pretty good. Never been done before. Uh, hello, Pete. Welcome to the stream. Sorry, hey, our, uh, our cameras are down. Um, so yeah. we apologize for that. It uh, was working. It was. Go and watch it the cut off on when us. It, yeah, when, it, when, when we end the show, go back and watch it, and you can actually see that we're, we had cameras going. There's not just blank space for We're no podcasting reason. in the dark yeah <laughs> turn the light. forgot to pay the bill again damn it um shit but yeah the usos retain so good for them because they and i figured they were going to because it came out that they had just signed re-signed with wwe so it made sense so and then of course the next night they lose the titles similar yeah. to the revival they get the yeah. titles they re-sign yeah and uh then they're then they're gone again um shane versus miz falls count anywhere what do you think about this match? Mr. Miz getting involved, too. With his baked potato face. Baked potato face. Um, and uh, all the great things he has to offer. I thought it was an all right match. I like how they went into the crowd and they fought and went up that area. I forgot what you call where the, the um, camera is and all that stuff. But, uh, no, I had no problem with it at yeah. all. Um Man, when picking our picks and stuff for Mania, I was going back and forth in my head. It was about everything. It's like, oh, you can't have Shane and Triple H win. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Wrong again, A-Bear. Yeah. Um, but no, I like the story they told. And I actually like how uh, Shane won, too. So hmm. I had no problem with it. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I thought the spot was really well done. Um, I don't get how Miz can win a three-on-one match against Sanity. Um, he can beat up seven members of security, five members of the main main roster, three of which are Sanity. Mm -hmm. Yet he can't beat Shane McMahon in easy fashion. 
that does not add up to me. It does not compute. Well, um, the soft thing that they landed on. Yeah. Oh, no, um, that giant padding. Um, <coughs> knocked him out. It did. It did. Uh, and they just happened to fall the wrong way. Yeah. Where Shane's arm draped over the Miz. And as yeah. soon as I saw that, I kind of chuckled. I was like, hey, ref, that's a pin. And um, <laughs> Oh, I got I to gotta count. Yeah, sure enough, he did. And um, and that's all she wrote, she which is. was interesting. Um, Who is she? Well, she's the writer. Okay, she wrote this. The writer. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. After that, we got to see another fatal four-way match for tag team gold. Uh, this one was between uh, Bailey and Sasha Banks, uh, Beth Phoenix and Natalia, Tamina and Nia Jax, and the Iconics. I know. Yeah. I was joking and like you gotta be joking, like joking around with all of y'all, and also my daughter was there, so I was paying attention to her. So I forgot certain things and certain matches and stuff. So how could you? I am blanking on this match. I know who won, but I forgot the stuff in between. Shame on you. Yeah, shame on you for forgetting things. Yep. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was fine. Again, this is probably one of those matches that could have they could have taken off, but you know, it was historical, and they want to have it on there. But uh, the Iconics end up getting the victory, becoming the new WWE new new women's tag team champions. So good on them. Cool stuff. Uh, after that, we got to see what. As far as the build, I know they were trying to make it a historic year, and uh, you know, let the ladies the ladies. Um, get their get their moment which they deserved um but i we we talked about this in our prediction show the overbooking of the the women's match and the just organic love that the fans had for Kofi Kingston during this build to WrestleMania i really felt like that should have been the main event um and i think the crowd kind of felt that way too because once this match was over they were kind of quiet for a while um, not that they had anything really to, to cheer a lot for, but, yeah. uh, um, I mean, this matchup was, was emotional. It was a really good match. I love the fact that, uh, Big E was on the outside going, come on, man, tonight is our night. This is your night. Get back I up. I voted for Daniel Bryan. How dare you? How dare you? Look, no, hey, man, I thought it was a good <laughs> moment that he won, brought his kids there. That's awesome because mm-hmm. it... <sighs> And I could be wrong. I'm putting words into people's mouths, but I would think that it's a dream or a goal for all those superstars to try to be the main champion. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, if that's not your goal, then it's then you're only there to make money. Yeah. Because no one would willingly put their body from this kind of stuff for fun. I mean, maybe there are. Maybe there's some people out there who who would do this kind of stuff for fun. But yeah. Um. um but you know, I was never, and don't get me wrong, I like I like Kofi, but I was never a hundred percent behind him. Mm. But with that being said, though, I think it's awesome that he has the title because yeah. you know deep down he, I think he does deserve it. But I don't know, <laughs> I'm half and half. Yeah, half and half, baby. <laughs> you just drank half and half. Um, Milk it in this bitch. I thought this was a you know a very emotional story. the The crowd was solidly behind Kofi Kingston. Yeah, um, and, and, yeah, and the Kofi right person won. Yeah, that's true. And Daniel Bryan is good at 
doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, you know, really solid match. Emotional as hell. Like a lot of people teared up. Uh, did you see the, the video of, uh, Shad, um, from crime time and MVP? They were watching that match. Like they I thought te- it was JTG. Like, was I think Shad it, there too. Well, I th- yeah, I think it was like all of them. Um, but they, like, they got emotional, like tearing up and stuff, yeah. like watching that. And I think that was that's a really important moment because a lot of people complain, uh, or a lot of people will try and defend, um, you know, uh, the African American community not getting their just desserts and having championships in WWE. A lot of people will say, "Well, you take The Rock, you take Mark Henry, you take Booker T." And that is true. They are champions in their own right. Um, the Rock is half Samoan, half uh, African American. So you could say that he's not full blooded black, right? Um, Mark Henry, ECW champion, world heavyweight champion, never WWE champion. Same with Booker T, world heavyweight champion, never. And he was WWE. That's still the main champion, though, of a brand. Right, but. But where a lot of people are complaining is that it's not the WWE Championship. Um, you know, he was he was World Heavyweight Champion. He was WCW Heavyweight Champion, but he was never the WWE Champion. Look, I get I get it, but and at the same time, I don't too because I don't know. I know it's different. They brought it in after they, they bought WCW, mm-hmm. but I thought always, in my opinion, uh, World Heavyweight Champion, the old WCW. The big gold belt. Yeah, yeah, that thing, like, I always liked that one better than the WWE Championship. Right. But that and was, I thought that one was like, that's the main, in my opinion, mm. not the other one. Yeah. It may have been presented as such for a certain time, but it was not the WWE Championship. Like, you might say, oh, well, Intercontinental Champion is just as good as being the United States Champion because they're minor titles, well, but there's they got, there are differences. They got to the point where they brought in, and it was the head of one of their brands. Mm-hmm. So, and, and and that's where, I think I think that's where a lot of the, the argument stems from. It's like, they were champions in their respective rights, but they were never wwe champion they might have been a champion under the wwe umbrella but they were never they never held the wwe championship and i think that's where the big complaint now comes from. at this now, point now have a representative in kofi kingston now at this point what would you say like i'm just saying because universal and what's the other one called the wwe championship so the main one is wwe and universal is the second or they're yes. both. They're. I don't, I'm just. I'm just confused. I'm like they're both. Yeah. The main. I don't know. Yeah. But regardless, mm-hmm. Kofi Kingston is now the WWE champion, and you know it's a it's really a historical moment. Yeah. No, um, I agree that they don't talk about because of previous arguments. Well, it's like oh well, people will say that Booker T and and Mark Henry. While that's true, while they were champion under the WWE umbrella, they never had that particular championship belt like they had the other championships belts but never that particular one so for kofi kingston to get it much deserved really cool and congratulations to him and uh it was an emotional moment because he had his kids there and his family and uh and they brought him brought him in uh into the ring to hold the belt i thought that was really cool um so it was a it was a great moment um 
and you know congratulations to him um yeah i gotta step aside for a second um so tyler if you could take us into samoa joe and Rey mysterio and then roman reigns and drew mcintyre uh okay because i let's see i think i walked into the kitchen to get some food and or whatever and i got distracted before i knew it was over but samoa joe beat Rey mysterio which was actually in a short period of time um 55 seconds wow that is i don't know i don't know why they did it that way ray mysterio came out dressed as the villain mysterio from spider-man um which i think they should have done was okay he had the outfit but his mask was a little different that wasn't really Mysterio-esque. He had a mohawk. He should have had that, but also like a big fishbowl bowl on his head. <laughs> and then when he was wrestle, he would take that off. I think that would have been awesome, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Because that's Mysterio. It's yeah, Mysterio. But that would, that would have been tricky. There's ways people can find something. There's something that's bigger than his head that just fits on. Yeah. And then he could take it off easily. So easily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a small man. Uh, he's, a um, he's a he's a baby bird. He's a baby bird. So yes, yeah, Samoa <laughs> won, um, and that happened in very quick fashion. Yes, and um, let's see. And the next is Roman Reigns and versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah, see, and this goes back to the Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan probably should have been the main event, if not close to it, um, because these two matches, you know. The, the crowd was excited for Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. Once the match started, it was all over. I mean, it was so quick. Um, but Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre, this match could have taken place on Raw. Like, this this yeah, was not no, a WrestleMania-caliber match. But I I would think they would want to include him in WrestleMania. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, Roman Reigns is a top draw, so you got to have him, right? Yeah. Um, you want to try and establish Drew McIntyre, but then you have him lose to Roman Reigns. So, I just don't know. I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, after that, we got to see Elias playing with himself <laughs> on national television. I said it before John Cena. Um, we got Elias in the ring. We got Elias on a piano. We got Elias on drums. Yeah. This is the Elias band called Elias. Elias. And the Eliases. Elias and the Eliases. They're going to the Elias, Elias your ass to sleep. <laughs> um. I could have done without that. No, it's not that bad. It was a fun little moment having John Cena come out, cut his uh, Doctor of Thugonomics. Boy, said, oh, I'm a now a heel and stuff. I'm like, I'm, that's bullshit. I'm just gonna, saying it. If I'm going to be out here, it's going to be a little heel turn. Oh, it's going to turn oh, heel. No, shit. he's just there saying stuff. He's there to entertain you, folks. Yes. That's what he's doing. Um, Any thoughts on John Cena making his thugano- <laughs> Doctor of Thugonomics return? He's done that before. Yeah. Uh, with the rock yeah um but it's all right i thought it was fun um but it's again it's something that could have been cut because the crowd you know was tired uh after that batista tripping over the, the <laughs> second rope. did you see i don't know who posted it was it ryan remember the fallen yeah, yeah. <laughs> you <see it> fell. <laughs> i did that's entertaining so good you missed it you were in here i know so you went back and watched it not yet <laughs> I've seen screenshots of it, and I'm like, oh, my God, dude. 
so Come good. On. And the fact that they like got out of the ring, walked back around, and did it again, so that they can edit it later on. Really? I don't remember that. Why else would he he have done that? I don't remember that. Yeah, because he walked around the ring for for a brief second, then he got back in the ring. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I think I was distracted. What did you think about Triple H's uh, entrance? <laughs> um, same as usual, esque like. I don't know, man. Excuse me, dude. Just just dress up as Shao Kahn every. Just make it happen. Every mania, just be yeah. Shao Kahn. That's all. Yeah, have Zelina come out as Jade, and you'll be fine. <laughs> um. I saw one comment that was like, okay, did Triple H just now get around to seeing Mad Max? Because that was like three years ago. Yeah. Oh, Dave Batista, he's a big movie star. Well, I'm a big movie star. I was in The Chaperone. Damn right. And I was in Blade Trinity. Yeah, not even the good Blade. So, I was in other movies. I showed up to Jimmy Fallon one time. <laughs> so, what do you think about this matchup? No holds barred. Uh, I always find it funny that they I'm never choke you with they this never do plastic any holds chain in a barn or whatever. Yeah, the plastic chain. I chuckled I'm at. I'm gonna pretend to rip your nose ring out of your nose. I chuckled at that as well. The nose knows, you know. The nose does know. Um, because we thought, because at first I was like, oh my god, he actually hit him with that chain. I, it's like it's you, not making you, it the right noise. That's what I. That's what I picked up on. I was like, wait a minute. That didn't, that doesn't have the sound. That and a just metal like chain I said before, would. it's like also WWE painting mm-hmm. wooden ladders. That part silver. just makes no sense to me. Silver, like well, it's gonna look like it's a on camera. It's gonna look like it's a metal ladder. Yeah, it looks or like aluminum. A metal ladder. Whatever. It looks like it until it breaks and you see wood chips go flying. Like motherfucker. Like that makes no sense. That Here's the sledgehammer. It's actually a balloon. <laughs> While I appreciate the thought of doing the nose ring bit that they did, um, I can't let it slide because they caught it on camera, the referee passing the <laughs> the fake ring uh, to Triple H. Can't do it. And if you watch it really closely, you know where he puts the needle nose pliers, he puts it above where the nose ring actually was. And, yeah. And it's just, you know, I mean, A for effort. but That's cheesy. Yeah, it was pretty cheesy, uh, but Triple H ends up getting the victory. Um, we talk, <laughs> uh, we didn't really watch too much of the match because we were all talking about uh, uh, taking the bump from the from the oh, turnbuckle onto the that steel led into other stuff. That's <laughs> that had some extremely graphic conversation <laughs> that Noah did absolutely love. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but Triple H did get, did end up getting the victory on that one. Uh, after that, that takes us into the farewell match, Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Because I'm going into you. Raw, too. I didn't like the stuff at Mania or Raw with Kurt. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't either. Um, the match went about as, fu- as, <laughs> as, fuck. as fine as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, the match ended the way I thought it was going to end. Um, you know, props for Kurt for doing that moonsault, even though he <laughs> probably could have killed himself. He actually landed pretty well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Baron Corbin got the win. He got the victory. Yeah. Um, good guy goes out on his shield to pass the torch to the next generation. Like, I yeah, get it. Yeah, but, I mean, is it really going to help Baron Corbin? Yes. Because it ha- it's further 
bragging rights for him. You know, like he's been doing that entrance where it's like, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you, the former general manager of Raw, the former Money in the Bank holder, and the the man who retired, Kurt Angle. Like that's what it's gonna lead to. He's gonna get that heat because of that. Yeah, you know, um, but you know, it's it's fine. When when John Cena came out during the Elias segment, I was like, okay, so we're not gonna see John Cena versus Kurt Angle. Yeah. We know this now. Um, I guess WWE picked Kurt Angle's opponent. They did. They did. Um, after that, we got to see Demon Finn Balor going up against your boy, Bobby Lashley. What do you think about Lashley's eyes, man? That was kind of cool. Yeah, it's like the Judas Macias eyes. The what? Judas Macias? Don't know who he is. I do not. Okay. I'll show you later. Or you could explain it. For he's a wrestler, listeners. I don't. Okay. Uh, I guess he still goes by that name, but he was. Uh, I think he was in AAA, but he was in uh, uh, TNA for a little bit. Oh, okay, cool. He had those contacts, those piercing eyes. My God, I'll find a picture. Um, yeah. Again, this was another match that they probably could have cut uh, for some time, but you know, this is their cool down match. Um, Finn Balor ends up getting the victory, so new Intercontinental Champion. Uh, main event time, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Charlotte, winner take all, of course. Hey, Ben, from the UK, thanks for tuning in. Hey, Ben. Uh, we had video earlier, but unfortunately, it is down. Um, so, main event, what do you think? I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the ending, but <laughs> everything leading up to it, what do you think? Um, okay, so, first of all, the main event, uh, Ronda Rousey's... Um, entrance was all right. Um, I wasn't like blown away by her. Uh, what's her name singing? Um, Jonah Jett. Joan Jett. It was all right. Um, see, and I hate, here's the thing that I hate, um, especially with concerts and live performances. I get used to the way that it sounds on the album. When I go to your concert and you sing in a different key, or a different octave, it just sounds bad to me. Like, I immediately don't like it. Yeah. Like, anytime I watch Saturday Night Live and they have someone perform a song that I'm aware of and it sounds different, I'm like, that was terrible. That sounded awful. Why would you record it one way and not sing it that way? Well, the difference with her is I don't know if she could probably sing it as the way she once did. She can. Because she did towards the end. She she brought it up. And... uh, Uh And I'm like, okay, had she sung the whole song like that, I would have been fine with it. You're singing one song for like three minutes. Yeah. Sing it. Sing it the way it's intended to be sung. That's one of the reasons why I love Muse. Because they how they sound on the album is how they're going to sound, if not better, live. Um, maybe they'll sound different when they get older. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. But if that's going to be the case, then sing a song that you can sing like you would in the studio. I don't I just don't get it. Anyways. That's just me complaining. That's just you complaining. That's just me complaining about something stupid. <laughs> um Um the whole Charlotte uh riding in a helicopter then That was paying homage to Ric Flair who did that many years back. Okay. And I was like, how'd you get in the arena so fast? Was that filmed? It was. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. I was like, bullshit, you're gonna you have that robe on and you have to run through those people. At one point Fake. 
Well, no. At one point, um, I did notice that a helicopter was flying overhead the stadium. Mm-hmm. They did show a pan, and I'm like, oh, cool, a little helicopter. Um, probably doing the aerial shots. And it was probably that moment right there that they were filming it. Um, but the match itself, thought it was okay. Been saying the main event, Charlotte Flair did her best to carry that match the best she could. Her performance was epic. Becky was all right, but she's not amazing in the ring. And Ronda was very poor and botched so many times. I felt bad for Charlotte. <laughs> I have to go back and watch it. Yeah. To be honest with you. Um, a lot of audio was being picked up in these la- in this lady's match. Um, you know, whenever they had them in the double triangle, uh-huh. um, and you could hear them. Okay, three, two, one. Ah, boom, slam. Okay, one more time. Ah, boom. Um, there, there was the mics were definitely picking up on yeah. a lot of it. Um, and I, I, mean, I thought it was okay. I, it wasn't anything that blew me away. The ending was weird. And that's and that's what a lot of people were talking about. Was that the legit planned finish or was it a botched finish? Regardless of what happened, the referee has been fined for it because apparently the shoulders were up and he counted it. Ah. So they were like, okay, you know, it's one thing to count three even though that's not what the finish was, but it's another thing to not get the call right. You know, like if the shoulders are up, yeah. you're not supposed to count. I wonder how much he got fined if he got fined. He did get fined, but they never disclosed how much. So, Also, I wonder how much referees make. I would hope that they get paid fairly well because they're on the road just as much as the, as the other guys. Yeah. And they go and help set up the ring and tear down the ring and get everything ready for the show. And Yeah. I mean, they're a very important part of the of the show yeah um so hopefully they're compensated well i mean i don't think they're going to be bringing home six figures but probably close to it 70 80,000 a year somewhere around somewhere around there i don't know we have to look that up that's, yeah, that's I'm curious good, that's a good little uh questionnaire to find out but anyways becky lynch ends up pinning ronda rousey and that's supposedly where a lot of people we're saying, no, that wasn't the finish. She was supposed to submit Charlotte. And then other people were coming out and saying, no, that was the finish. It just looked bad. Huh. Um, but regardless, Becky Lynch becomes the new SmackDown and Raw Women's Champion as we close out the show. So yeah. all in all, I will say WrestleMania was enjoyable. Um, I did have a good time watching it, despite it being seven and a half nah. freaking hours. Yeah. That was That's way too long. Um they could have easily cut three, maybe even four matches from that card. They could have taken away cut the Elias segment. They could have taken away the backstage segment with Michael Che and Colin shows getting probed by Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Yeah. Um, the knockoff t-shirts that Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel were trying to sell. Yep. Um, you know. They could have cut the uh, Shane McMahon Miz match. <laughs> no, just I'm going to say they, they should have kept that one. I'm just joking. Because that was the conclusion of a story. No. But Drew and, and Roman cut it because that one didn't have any purpose. Um, ben saying, I got home at 6 a.m. I started to watch Mania at 10 p.m. That's how long Mania was. <laughs> Jeez. That's, that's a few hours too many. Yeah, it is. Um, 
But going over to Raw, we kick things off with Seth Rollins coming out. I'm going to come out and say there was only like a handful of moments, or a bit less than a handful, that was all right through Raw and Raw. SmackDown. I'll agree with you. Because I this was like, Raw after SmackDown was kind of a letdown. Yes. And I feel it's in part because they have brought so many people from NXT in the past couple of yep. months that they couldn't keep doing it. Yes. They can't have those big returns and all that and those yep. big debuts because you've got heavy machinery who's teetering on doing absolutely nothing and having a match every once in a while yep. you've got nikki cross nowhere to be found ec3 nowhere to be found lacey evans who's been doing the catwalk who finally did something this raw uh, and now you finally had the debut of lars and also from time to time you'll see um mojo raleigh staring into a mirror yeah and then you've got and you know they're trying to at least establish alistair black and uh, and ricochet, a lot so they're at least doing on. that. But as far as like the night after WrestleMania is the biggest night, this was kind of a letdown. Yeah, um, and I'm okay starting Raw off, and I I'm gonna be honest with you, I did not want to see this at all. Mm. Kofi and Seth, I did not. It piqued my interest because I'm like, are they really like? There's there's no way this is I gonna call clean shenanigans. It. Yeah, there's no way this is gonna clean uh, have a clean yeah. ending. But what if it does? You know, like that, that I was kind of that way at all. What if I was like, something's going to happen? That's not what they they're going to do. Yeah, but um, I mean, the crowd was certainly hyped for it. That's for sure. Um, but the opening contest saw Ryder and Hawkins defending their raw newly won Raw Tag Team Championships against uh, the Revival, in which they were successful that time. So, what's next for the Revival? Probably go to SmackDown. That would be that would be my guess because the. Shake up is the next week, and up. they need to shift the balance. Not shift, but like make it equal, in my opinion, because yep. the tag team division on Raw is not good. No. Or it's not heavy enough. And I was thinking earlier today, I was like, man, where's Authors of Pain been? Like, I know, yeah. I know one of them. I'm has, still not like super behind them, but yeah. where have they been? Well, I know one of them's been injured. Uh, so that's kind of, that kind of sucks. Occam City or Razor? Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben, you're uh, saying uh, they announced a winner-takes-all match between Kofi and Seth. Then they advertised Kofi's championship celebration on SmackDown for the night after. While that is true, they did do it a second time, and uh, Corey Graves did come out and say, and that's and that's if Kofi Kingston can somehow manage to, to keep his title tonight. Um, so they did at least cover their base on that one. Um, after that, we got to see Baron Corbin come out, shit on the crowd, you know, oh, this is what, you know, you... You all think that Kurt Angle deserved a better opponent? Well, tough luck because I ended up winning. Kurt Angle comes the out. The whole like reality that they add into this like like promos when they talk it gets on my nerves so bad. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Angle comes out and says, "Hey man, last night you were the better man. I wish you luck. Bad luck. Angle slam." Um. So that was pretty much it. And here's where I have the problem. Um. You have Lars Sullivan make his debut finally five or six months later after when he was, was out and from the crowd I'm like is he scared right now <laughs> i know i was kind of wondering that too like what's his uh what's his anxiety level like so here's the problem that i have don't have him go up against kurt angle okay kurt angle fragile little baby bird <laughs> yes you yes. can't you can't have that's that true that's true we can't have to establish this yes, yes um quite Here's where you should have had him debut. 
and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but it should have happened here during the Seth and Kofi match. That yeah. would have that would have made a bigger impact in my opinion. Like I understand you want to have the bar in a tag match and the crowd just completely shat on it. Like that was stupid booking. That was terrible booking. We're going to jump ahead a little bit to that because, you know, you could have had the so uh, the Seth and Kofi match be a little bit later on in the night to give you time or they could have just gone out there and put on a really killer performance. And then towards the end, have Lars make his debut and destroy both of the guys. I think that would have told a much better story because it's like, oh shit, Lars is here. Yeah, he is done lurking. I'm, Instead, you have him. I'm also going to jump ahead too. Yeah, I don't think he should. Okay, he shouldn't have gone against Kringle. He also shouldn't have gone against the Hardy Boys. Yeah, like why? Both I mean, and Hardys are not as like Kringle is, but like. Why? <laughs> Why? Just to make a statement and let people know that he's lurking. Um, Lars is lurking. Okay. Um, what older wrestler or legends are going to come out that he can destroy? Sergeant Slaughter. We got that. Uh, <laughs> who works for the company backstage? Bring Billy Kidman out. Hurricane. Uh, Hurricane. What's up with that? Um, can't have Billy Gunn. You can't fire him. God, but you can buy that piss ant company. God, <laughs> just to uh, fire uh, him a second time. <laughs> uh, Shawn Michaels yeah. would be up Undertaker. Like, no, <laughs> none of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I have a feeling that in three months or less, he's not going to be Lars Sullivan. He's just going to be Lars, and he's Sullivan. He's I. I feel like you have to get him away from Braun Strowman. Where, wherever he lands up. And here's the thing. They're building him as this giant monster. Monster of destruction. And then they go out and say, he's six foot three. That is not intimidating. I'm sorry. It's not. I'm six two. That's not intimidating. No. Drew McIntyre is like six foot nine. That's intimidating. Yeah. That's a man that could kick he your ass. He enjoys his beef. He uh, loves his beef. Also, that motherfucker... Has been ran over so many times. Got hit by trucks. Got hit by chairs. Got hit by everything. Because that dude is like two days older than me. And <laughs> he looks like... I don't know. He looks like... I don't know. He's been out in the sun for too long. I don't know. I don't know. Something... I don't know. He yeah. does not look like he's my age. People age so so oddly. Yeah. It's so strange. Like, I'm going to be 33 this year. And Kelsey looked at me the other day and she was like... You do not look like you're in your 30s. What she say? You look like like late 20s. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. I keep myself in in good company, high spirits, yep. all that stuff. But yeah, <laughs> Lars, man, I don't know. If I'm 30. He's 30. People are already calling him like Snitsky Junior and <laughs> like all this other stuff. Like, yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what they're trying to make him. They're bring Snits- Snitsky, Snitsky back in. Redone. They can be a tag team. Yeah. Uh, Lars and Snitsky. Whose fault is that? We'll never know. The Lord Snitsky <laughs> Law Firm. Um. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, shoot. I don't know. And I don't care. Um, I'm not for Lars. <laughs> no. And I feel like, I don't know, man. I just don't, I, I don't see, maybe in time he'll grow on me, but right now I just don't see it. He can... 
hit people and then turn around and say, it's not my fault. Yeah. Um, like Snitsky. And like you said, you know, we did see that Mojo Raleigh promo where he was talking into a broken mirror. Did you happen to notice that he had blue paint yeah. on his face too? He is broken. He's shattered. He's devastated. I don't know what's going to happen to this guy. He's going to debut his new gimmick, say his shit, and then people are going to shit on him, and he's going to keep <laughs> on going out, and then he's going to fade to black. What did you think about um, the bird box? What is that Rocking about? the Hawaiian shirt. That's Bray Wyatt. Oh. It's a buzzard wearing a Hawaiian shirt like he used to I do. I get it now. And it was laughing. <laughs> is he going to do shit with puppets? <laughs> no, he's not a puppet anymore. He's Bray Wyatt. They say he's, they Go. repackaged him. He's going to do the same fucking shit again. <laughs> no, he's going to come and dance like uh, somebody call you mama. Brodus Clay. I didn't know that was him, though. That that makes sense. The buzzard puppet. Yeah. You, you, or the raptor bird, whatever you want to take it as. So as soon as I saw the lighting, I'm like, this is Bray Wyatt. As soon as I saw the box with in, in the lighting. Did you his laughing, you, you, you knew it was him? When he I laughed. knew it was him before the I box even opened. I didn't even, even know it was opened. him laughing. He sounded a little different. Oh, well, you know, it's just... <laughs> he sounds a little different, though, when, yeah. he, when he was laughing and doing all that. I don't know. Um, I don't know how the fuck they're going to change him. I don't know. He's going to probably be the same thing. I'm the new improved Bray Wyatt. Nope. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Fuck, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's having a baby, man. We're touching toes. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> playing footsies What's with me underneath like the that? table? What's going um, on? We touch tips uh, of the toe. Hey, you never make them touch. <laughs> oh, you never finish. I'm telling <laughs> boss. Boss. Um, no, man. I don't know what's going to be. I wonder, is he going to do something with the puppet, though? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you God. know you're in the inside. You know this information. That's why I'm asking you. Yeah. You know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy. Yep. I do. Okay. And you're friends with Triple H, right? Yeah, <laughs> the nose knows. Ben saying the first person who had somebody call my mama theme tune in WWE was Ernest the Cat Miller. Then they recycled it for Brodus Clay. That's then true. Xavier Woods. Yes. Xavier Woods did have it for a short time. So Good three, memory. Three, 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 three. Tres. Si, senor. Then uh, what's it called? Funkadactyls had it too. They did. Somebody call my mama. Wow. I want to hear that. I'm going to listen to it after this. Somebody call my mama. So what's next? Somebody call my mama. Uh, Alexa Bliss defeated Bailey in like a minute. Yeah, she's back wrestling. Is Bailey turning heel? What's over there grabbing the rope? Trying to cheat. What's going on here? They're taking it back. They lost their fucking title, so they lost their goddamn mind, and now they're taking it. To the person they're fighting. To the extreme. To the extreme. To the street. To the street. That's right. They're taking it to the street. She's going to kick them in the nuts. Yes. The cooter. Whoa. (laughs) Jesus, dude. Sorry. Angry (laughs) A-Bear. After that, we got to see Becky Lynch come out, cut a promo. By the way. Becky two two belt. The women's uh, battle royale trophy looks like a vagina. Oh, Lord. Been saying, how can a 30-second laughing buzzard do a better promo than Mojo Raleigh? Oh, <laughs> True. One's broken, man. Um, 
Yeah, so Becky Lynch cut a promo. Lacey Evans punched her, and then they brawled. About fucking time they do something. <clears throat> I was wondering when they were going to finally do something with Lacey Evans, and uh, and now we know. So here's what I think they were doing. I think they were trying to lead everyone into a false sense of security because you walk down the ramp, walk back up the ramp, walk down the ramp, walk back up the ramp. Nothing ever happens. Just keep doing that and doing that, and it'll confuse until, people. Until they just go, ah, it's just her. She's going to walk out and wham, punch to the face. Watch in slow motion. She hit like right here. Yeah, like right at the top of the jaw, close to the ear. That looked like it hurt. Um, but I did read a comment where it says that kind of looks. That kind of makes um, Lacey Evans look weak because the women's right is her finisher, and Becky just took it and just well, stood she's there. The man. Yeah, she is the man. Um, but you could also say that it wasn't later on. It wasn't like in a match and later on in the evening. But they did make up for it on SmackDown because she got hit by it again and it and it rocked her pretty good. Um, after that, we got to see Ricochet teaming up with Aleister Black going up against Bobby Roode, Chad Gable. Now, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable said they're going to do what they have to do. They're bad guys now. They're bad guys now. Bobby Roode and Chad I'm, Gable have turned evil. I'm glad they're doing it that way instead of one turn on the other. Bobby Roode turning on Chad Gable, you mean? Or Gable turned on Bobby Roode. Nope, that wouldn't have happened. Chad Roode and Bobby Gable. He's too sweet and innocent for that. Robert Roode. <laughs> and Chadwick Gable. Chadwick. <laughs> oh, no, man. <clears throat> After that, we got to see Dean Ambrose in the final match of his WWE career, which wasn't even a match. It was just a brawl with Bobby Lashley. And, um, and Bobby Lashley is going to take care of... He's going to take care of Renee. Renee Young. Yeah. Dean I'll Ambrose's ta- wife. I'll take care of your wife. His wife. <laughs> My wife. <laughs> High five. How much? Um, <laughs> what did you think about the return of Sami Zayn? That was fun. I thought it was funny how he came back and then he had a match. Mm-hmm. I missed this. He lost. and I thought I had missed the crowd because you guys missed me, but I didn't miss a single one of you. I'll see you all in hell. Yeah. I liked it. So, same as but I didn't know he had double. Is it rotator cuff surgery? Mm-hmm. Dude, that is bad. My sister had rotator cuff surgery, and she yeah. was down for a while and didn't He's, have double. He was out for what was it nine, ten months? Holy crap! Almost a year. Yeah. It's Once pretty, you get uh, going, you got to do rehab. And pretty then tragic. Kind of like it's oh, tough. Oh my god! Double rotator cuff surgery. Yeah, that's scary. Um, after that, we got to see the Elias segment where he said, the next person to interrupt me is a dead man. Dong. I thought that was a nice play of words. I thought it was a good choice. Uh, Elias's facial reaction to that was good. Was I think really it would be good. hilarious if that happened to hear, dead man walking. You've done it now. Keep rolling, rolling, uh, rolling, rolling. I like that one better. I don't think they have the rights to that song anymore. Anymore? <laughs> yeah, you can only they license it out for a short period of time. Uh, we'll just ask Lance. That's why if you go back and watch any of the old matches yeah. in WWE, uh, they put the Ministry of Darkness put that, theme on there. Those songs they got licensed for the game. They did, but um, just they just need to talk to Mister Biscuit. So, uh, Mister Biscuit, yeah, who's Mister Biscuit? Limp. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, is that what they need to do? <laughs> are they are they having limp problems? Is that what you're Who's trying to Mr. say? Mr. Biscuit. <laughs> what was um, it? Hang on. Chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavor. Limp biscuit. Yeah. 
chocolate starfish. And hot dog flavored water. Oh, keep on rolling, baby. Yeah. <laughs> God. So anyways, The Undertaker came out. Elias had the chance to walk away, but he did not. You thought you had a chance, but you had a chance. <coughs> you had a chance, but you have no chance. But you run lickety split. He didn't run lickety split. <laughs> he decided to try to attack The Undertaker, which yeah. is foolish. Foolish, man. He looks a little different. Who? Undertaker. He's lost some weight. I was supposed to say I couldn't put my finger on it. And he didn't and he did not have the straps on. Like for his attire, it, they were already down. So, that's another reason why he looks so different. Oh, cuz you know, normally he does that at the end of the match signifying the I'm about to put this, off. I'm about to put this guy away. He didn't have a strap on. He didn't yeah, he was he didn't have his strap on that night. But Undertaker gave it to Elias pretty damn hard. And Elias <laughs> took it. He just took it. There's nothing else you can do. You can just lay there and take it and then, from the Undertaker. So I guess that was... And then the straps go on. <laughs> and then it's all over for Elias. Uh, since we had no Undertaker, Undertaker siding at Mania, I guess the next best <sighs> thing is Raw. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I'll agree with you. Yeah. That, that's the best way that they could have done. It was a little weird not having The Undertaker at WrestleMania, but it it was fine. I was okay with it, and the way that they used him on Raw, it was fine. Yeah. That's all you needed to have him do. Crowd counted one, two, three. There's your match, whatever you needed to yeah. make yourself feel good at night. And there you have it. Yep. Um, yep. <coughs> so, there you go. After that, we got to see Seth versus Kofi. This match ends in a disqualification, and the crowd just stopped caring after that. They got mad because it's like, why the bar? They're not on. They're not on Raw. They're a SmackDown team. Why are they interfering in this match? Well, just because oh, a lot of people what were expecting could happen. A lot of people were expecting like undisputed era. That's what they were expecting. They were like, if there's gonna be. F- Foul play involved. It's I'm glad be they under- didn't, though. Yeah, because again, that would have been a lot more people added to this roster who's not going to get to do anything. I know I- WWE's not doing this as much anymore, unless you ask for it. Yeah, it's time to boot people. It's time to fire some people. Yeah, because you only have enough room. I know you want to buy people up so they're not going to other companies, but like, mm-hmm. I know you have the house show circuit, so you need people that may not be on television. So you like some people are on television do the house show circuit, but some that are not on television also do the house show circuit. Yeah, and you need those people too because I feel like more top superstars are reworking their contract where they don't have to do as many house shows. Yeah, so you got to need more people, but. <laughs> I think it's going to get to a point, man. You're just signing people just to sign people. Like, to be honest with you, I know I said I've always want Cassius Ono to be on the main roster. I'm kind of glad he's not. Yeah. Two at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I do want him to be at one you point want him to become be the main yeah. NXT champion at one point. Or, you know, UK, I don't know, one Whatever. of those main titles. Yeah. But, man, yeah. so many people. Um, so that ends in a disqualification. Then we have a tag match play as Hala Hala, Seth Holla. and Kofi end up defeating the bar as expected. Um, but something that was shown after Raw was uh, the Shield saying goodbye to Dean Ambrose. So, um, you know, I feel like that's something they could have had be the the show closer. <laughs> um, but they decided not to. Um, so, yeah, it looks like Ambrose really is... Leaving WWE. A lot of people were thinking it was going to be, you know, 
a gimmick or something like that. But, you know, hey, best of luck to the guy. Yeah. Hopefully he ends up somewhere where he's better utilized and is happier. So Yeah, true. We'll see. Uh, we need to kind of run run through SmackDown real quick. Um, there wasn't a whole lot to, to talk about because it was very promo heavy. Um, you know, I dug the, the Kofi celebration. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, the Big E split was nice. Um, uh, okay, I'm going to say this. Like, I love Xavier and Big E and stuff. All the stuff they've done throughout this week, even yeah. at Hall of Fame, yeah. when they're, like, dancing and stuff <laughs> in the front like that, and they're standing up when Tory Wilson was like, I'm glad that was part of y'all's yeah. puberty, and they stand up clapping. Like, all damn the stuff right. Like, like, they're just hilarious. There's, yeah, they're just nothing but It's like, guess what? I'm going to do what the hell I want. I can get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's who their characters are. Yeah. It's them turned up to 11. Yep. So um, I thought it was great. Um, the the passion that Xavier Woods had in his voice, talking about Kofi Kingston and the career that he had and everything. You know, you can tell that these guys really are, you know, on the road. They're brothers. They, they do care about one another. Um, so it was a cool moment. Um, it was interrupted by the bar, and Drew McIntyre challenged him to a match, um, and that was the, the main event. Um Ricochet, Aleister Black, and Ali teamed up to go up against Shinsuke, Rusev, and Andrade. Uh, good guys win, bad guys lose. Um, then from out of nowhere, Randy Orton delivers an RKO to Ali. And then again from out Who? of nowhere, Ali. Who's Ali? Muhammad Fa- Ali? Fabulous he, Ali Ababwa. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Strong is 10 regular men. Lovely as could be. Anyways, uh, after that, Kevin Owens came out and delivered a stunner to Rusev. So. <laughs> it's like one after another. Like, what? Yeah. I was expecting like one or two more. I guess that's going to be the next few. Rusev and yeah. Kevin already, Owens. Already set in motion. Yeah. Already setting stuff into motion. Um, after that, we got to see Samoa Joe beat down R-Truth. R-Truth and Carmella came out and talked about their um, dance break at WrestleMania. Yeah. And Carmella winning the uh, the women's battle royal Samoa uh, Joe comes down beats down our truth and then Braun Strowman of all people because what's what's a draft split you got Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman now on Smackdown yeah I, I was digging it I was like please don't destroy Samoa Joe though yeah. I want them to fight and I like the fact that it was kind of a yeah standoff kind of thing uh Noah says that uh Mania wasn't good because Gail Kim wasn't there Noah's just upset because he didn't win yeah he didn't win the Our pot the winners yeah uh Noah shit or get off the pot. <laughs> uh, after that, the Iconics <laughs> cut a promo about becoming uh, tag team champions, and they had a match against the undefeated Brooklyn Bells. <laughs> it was killing me how they're like, man, this is a legendary team from Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> we want to be fighting champions. Yeah. We're going to defeat all comers, and we found the perfect opportunity. They're 49-0. and Also, and- they kept on showing... In the back, Paige was watching the match. Yeah, so we found out that Paige is going to be coming back to SmackDown as a manager. And a lot of people are thinking that it's going to be Io Shirai and Kairi Sane that she's bringing up. So it'll be interesting to see how things play out there. I would be into that more than if they tried to bring up the green, uh, the other two members of the four horsewomen oh, yeah. of uh nxt or the mma yeah. like the other two girls i forget their name <laughs> yeah so anyways the iconics defeat the brooklyn bells um barely re- no re- barely re- retaining their uh their championships uh shane mcmahon came out cut a promo made 
the ring announcer say his name several times. Uh, after that, we got to see the Usos going up against the Hardy Boys. Really fun match. Did you expect them to the uh, the Hardys to win? Not really, but it's you know it's whatever. It's still nuts to think like the broken gimmick or woken whatever didn't get over and like oh it did. They just didn't do anything with it. Yeah, and then they have they want the Hardys back as a team. Yeah. Team Extreme. Team Extreme. Um, Noah, take it to the extreme. So the Hardy Boys ended up getting the victory, becoming the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. New, new. And it kind of leaves the question of, will the Usos be going over to Raw after the, the Superstar shakeup? I wouldn't think they would switch the, the SmackDown Champions That's why they, to Raw. Yeah. Oh, the blue belts are on the Raw brand. The SmackDown The, the red belts are on the team blue team. brand. Yeah. Um, and then after the match, Lars came out and beat down the, the Hardy Boys. So yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, got another Becky Lynch promo and another attack from Lacey Evans. Main event saw the New Day going up against the bar and Drew McIntyre. Uh, at some point during the match, Drew McIntyre disappeared. And it was, I think, during the commercial break. Um, supposedly, he suffered an injury and left. Damn. Like, if you if you go back and watch it, when they come back from commercial, he's gone, never returns. Um, so the New Day end up getting the victory over the bar and celebrate with Kofi's family in the ring. So not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, that takes us over to Hot Topics. Um, you know, we were talking about the Hall of Fame a little bit. Uh, Bret Hart uh, was tackled during the Hall of Fame ceremony, which is completely idiotic. This person is not a wrestling fan. This person, like, come on, dude. Like, Really? And the that, was, that was bad, <clears throat> but I loved how the other wrestlers yes. and other people were taking shots at that motherfucker. Yeah, beating the shit out. Hey, of is him. that a mark? What 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 killed me on this is his, his tweets. Like I don't know if you if you read some of the tweets that he had put out. Who in, the guy? The, yeah, the the assailant. Huh? Um, how did you find that? Uh, people once they once they released a name, you they know, found the him. internet went and found all the information good guy job is, internet guy is extremely sexist really um he was talking about how uh he posted a picture of you know that that commercial where he's like oh i got a dollar but you got to be quicker yeah it was that but the, the guy had put stephanie mcmahon's face on the guy mm -hmm. and instead of a dollar it was the pants and triple h is trying to grab him saying, wow. stephanie wears the pants um and then um then he was saying all kinds of crazy stuff like uh, um, the women's match should not be the main event. They should be backstage where they belong. Wow. Like, like just That's really, horrible. Yeah, like really terrible things to say. Um, so I'm glad he got arrested. I hope he does time because he's being charged with two counts of assault and uh, another one for like endangerment or something like yeah. that. Um, a I lot know of, he got socked good. Yeah. Big props to Travis Brown and uh, Dash Wilder. Dash Wilder. Uh, uh, Davey Smith Jr. Davey Smith. And they said there was other people getting shots Oh, in I'm too. sure there were. I know they said, uh, Ryan said Teddy Hart was there and he hmm. hit him too. I would not be surprised. Fucking so, Teddy uh, Hart will fuck you up just alone. Yeah. Uh, in other WWE news, uh, WWE has released Dasha Fuentes, one of the backstage interviewers. So that's why they had another yeah. interview lady. Why? No word as to why or even when. It was just it recently came to light that she is no longer with the company. Huh. So there it's you like, go. To me, I'm like, 
Wrong person to release, but okay. <laughs> um, here's here's an interesting story that came out. We're going into the hot topics and all that. Um, did you hear superstar Billy Graham's comments on Kofi Kingston? Say again? Did you hear the comments that superstar Billy Graham made about Kofi Kingston? Uh, no. On what he needs to do? Uh-uh. So apparently Billy Graham came out and said that Kofi Kingston needs to take steroids so that he can have a bigger body. Oh. Yeah. One, that would violate the wellness policy. Two, that does not, he does not need a bigger body. There's, that's stupid. And I actually, I, I got to commend Booker T for this. Um, he came out on his, uh, on his radio show and basically said, dude, you need to understand that your era is over. Yeah. Like the, the big muscly guys, like that's starting to become a thing of the past. Yes. Like it's, it's good to have a physique, but not at the expense of, of your health. Yeah. Like that's, that's dumb. Yeah. So, uh, good on Booker T for saying that. Um, but yeah, just stupid, man. Um, final bit of hot topic news. If you did not hear, then you did not follow G1 Supercard of Honor. Um, had a, had a little appearance by some former WWE superstars, uh, rising a lot of question on the legitimate list. Forget it. Uh, on if this is you know scripted or or, or not, uh, Enzo and Cass made an appearance at the G1 Supercard. They attacked uh, Bully Ray and the Briscoes. Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, Big Cass looking out of shape. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, if that if that was real, um, which it wasn't, let's be real, let's be yeah. honest. Security would have had them escorted yes. out immediately. Yeah, it's not like um, that and, time where Cat, uh, not Cass, uh, Enzo was at a Raw show, and he got in the crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um. So one, security would have escorted him out. Two, um, Ring of Honor would not have retweeted someone's comment about, "Oh my God, Big Cass and Enzo are at this event." Yeah. You, you just don't do that. So Man, okay, so the rumor <clears throat> is that they signed them and stuff. Um I don't know. Like I hope they're not the best wrestlers. They're not. No. Don't get me wrong, I got behind them. I was pumped for them, you know, when they were WWE doing that their whole stuff they're mm-hmm. doing, but like they're gonna have to tweak that. And also don't get me wrong, there's awesome wrestlers in WWE, but like I know there's some like wrestlers in ROH who just beat the shit out of you. And Briscoe's or one. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. But uh but that's pretty much all I got. You got anything else to add? No. Okay. All right. Well that's gonna do it for us this week. So uh, thank you all so much for uh for checking out our stream and uh listening to our show. If you have any qu- uh, questions for us or comments, make sure to leave wow. it on our Facebook page, WS Podcast. Uh check us out on WrestlingNewsource.com, WrestlingNewsource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes. By searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. So there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.